It is time. I'm scared about what nonsense is going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> I might just start been on a ranting about personality tests <laughs> <laughs> and astrology. It's always a pleasure to have you on the pod, Joanna. Thank you. Listeners, Welcome. this is an inspiring step forward. This is an inspiring podcast. <laughs> We have Joanna back on our podcast. How low can our voices go? <laughs> I'm devastated. I'm devastated to, to be. It has taken this long to get Joanna back on Wait, the pod. What was the last thing I talked about <laughs> on the podcast? I think it was yoga. Okay. Didn't you do oh, social media. On, yeah, cancel culture or social media or something. It was the social network or whatever this. that documentary is called. Oh, oh I know, but that, that was terrible. That scared me. That was scary. Yeah. <laughs> Well, none of that tonight. No scariness. No, because it's Huga time. It's Huga time. A Huga licious. <laughs> Do you think Elizabeth Holmes would play this? No. No. <laughs> I don't think there's not an ounce of Huga in Wait, her but is it lying if you just forget? <laughs> I don't want to use that. Is it lying if I just forgot? That's actually a good philosophy. <laughs> right, Kier Kier? Oh, baby. Go lay down. Lay down. Lay down, honey. Okay, tell us what this is, Paige, because I don't, I'm still confused. Listen, I got, this was just an act of fate. I got this game. It's called, well, when I got it for Christmas. Oh, oh no. no. Line up. <laughs> Okay, that is courtesy of Lina and her weird hypnosis that she gets into where she has Trance. to scratch the couch for the comfiest spot. Stop. Mm. It's all right. You're fine. She's devastated. <laughs> Look at her face. She looks <laughs> devastated. Honey. No, no. <laughs> stop. Lina, stop. Stop. She Carolina, really does down. get into this weird hypnotic trance. Stop. Lay down. No. Lay down. Lay down. Stop. Lina. Lay down. Yep, relax. Everything's fine. So I got this game uh, for Christmas, I think this year I got this for Christmas um, from my cousins. And when I first got it, I had no idea what it was. So I thought it was the Higgy game. But um, now with my vast knowledge on Huga, I know that it's pronounced the Huga game. Joanna, do you know what Huga is? No. Okay. Is it clearly you don't listen to our podcast? How <laughs> rude! Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. In a nutshell, Huga is the like cozy feeling that you get when you're like with your friends, like a close knit group of people, in okay. like a very cozy environment. Usually, there's a lot of wood. There's lots of candles. Like nice soft so in, like, lighting. A cabin. A yes, cabin. like a yes. cabin. Nice, com like like nice, comfortable like pillows and good food, hot chocolate, mm. and just you know that that Denmark, the mm. Dane, the Danish people have like a specific word for that feeling, and that's Huga. Oh, it mm. sounds like us. Yeah. Yes, and that's why we are here today, about to play this Huga game. Yeah. So part of Huga is having like conversations with people whether or not it's about deep subjects or like personal things but it's also just about like light things and just conversations of things 
<laughs> I have no idea what's going to be what on these cards. I don't really either, so that's why that description was probably terrible. But um, basically, this game is just like a bunch of cards, and I think there's just questions or conversation starters. So we thought it'd be fun to... Um, I don't know, advertise this game and play it on our podcast. Not sponsored by Huga Game. Yeah, the Huga Game. That's is the game trying is. to create the feel? Or what? Uh, we're about to find I out. Have to, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I would assume. All right, should we all just, like, get some cards and you can just, like, look through them? And then if you find a good question, you just ask it, right? Sounds My friends, good to me. there is literally no instructions in here, nothing. Oh, wow. Some of these questions are, like, serious. Okay. These are, mine are very serious. <laughs> well, okay, here, I'll start this. Um, seeing as we just finished watching The Dropout, <laughs> what would a typical day look like if you were a billionaire? <laughs> You're going to say if you were a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a difference? <laughs> <laughs> A typical day if you were a billionaire. I mean, I don't know because I'm not a billionaire. I guess if money wasn't an object, what would your day look like, basically? Yeah. I would still have to work. Anyone who knows me knows that I couldn't survive without a job. (laughs) (laughs) It would probably be a lot, like, less stressful. Like, I would probably, like, work at, like, an animal shelter or a food bank or waitress. Something real chill. But I'd have to work. There's no way. I mean, if money was no object, I would be overseas right now exploring other countries. So Yes. Mm. I would have a house also, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Good good point. I would have several houses. Oh, just one with like a nice uh, a horse. Well then you could start a lot of like bomb and pop shops and small businesses. Yeah. Mm. And you could help invest. You could imagine how fun it would be to invest why am I screaming? <laughs> in things that you actually like believe in. Yeah. You know, and then they can, you know, all be fraud, but yeah. <laughs> other than that. We could be this, saving the earth. Yeah. Hmm. It would be cool to like help out your friends and family who want to start something mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. I'll invest in your yoga business. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of over yoga. Oh no. Not, oh, that no, no, no. Very long. I'm not <laughs> I'm just more I, I like yoga, but I don't know if I'm the right teacher for yoga. Oh, why but. not? Hey, we just had a, an episode on imposter syndrome. <laughs> no, no, no. I just right now, um, I don't know. I'm more focused on massage right now. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Also, I'm not a vegan anymore. Did I tell you this? What's going on? <gasps> what are you? Whoa, get out. Whoa, whoa. Okay. I mean, I am. Really That's okay. That was shocking. <laughs> it needed to be loud. <laughs> I am like, like still 70% of the time, but I'm also going to have like fish occasionally. And like, okay. wow, I've had more like, I still don't really like dairy, but I'm just more, I'm, I'm sick of being like constricted and in labels so mm. yeah you know yeah i still prefer you You're know just like not holding yourself to such a like and that's yeah. good to not yeah. like yeah. hold yourself to that label like you just eat what's best for your body that day yeah 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 exactly. and even like with yoga like if yoga is good for me that day but like i hate like i don't know yeah it becomes an identity like mm-hmm. yoga so mm-hmm. yeah i'm kind of over it 
and avoid I'm, identity at all costs. And I'm, what you're oh, I'm over the yoga people I follow. They just annoy me. I'm in a. I'm just in a weird. I don't know who I am. We're all chips. Maybe okay. that's it. Yeah. yeah. But labels don't help with that. No. Because then you get lost inside of them. Yeah. So good for you for crawling out of the labels, the label machine. <laughs> Put me in a group and I'll hop right out. <laughs> I love your life motto. Yes. Do you want me to ask something? Do it. Yeah, Go for it. One. Describe a time you felt very nervous. <laughs> Every day? <laughs> I know. Um, I'm trying to think of a time where I felt I read this thing that said, you know, you're experiencing true fear when you taste copper in your mouth. (gasps) So have you ever tasted that? Yes. But is that different from being nervous, like fear versus I think it is. I think like truly being scared for your life versus just being nervous about something. But like being nervous is like the fight or flight response. It's not yeah. in the typical, like there's a lion chasing after me, but it's like, Oh my gosh, I have to public speak. Yeah. And like your body mm-hmm. reacts the same way. Correct. Or am I wrong? I think that's right. Like your body's reacting. I see what we're, I see what we're trying to say. Like if you're like, act like in active, like danger, it's a different feeling. Yeah. The copper in your mouth nervous. is a different oh. feeling versus like being anxious. Okay. Cause I do think it's fear and anxiety are lumped too much together, but I think it's, I don't know. I mean, it's, it seems to be somewhat different. Anxiety this, is like almost the fear of fear. Yeah. True. No, that's good. Yeah. yeah but I'm trying. So when was the last time you were nervous? I'm trying to think versus just fearful of something. Um, driving on the highway in Maryland. <laughs> Aww. I don't drive on the highway a lot up here. But, like, to get to my friend's house, I had to, like, it was, like, in this pretty congested area. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, there were a lot of cars around. And I was, like, please don't hit my car. I can't afford this. <laughs> so I could say I was nervous about that. Oh, gosh. I know mine. I don't Go. know if I want to tell the whole story. But it's <laughs> the morning that I was going to work and a child just appeared. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Went into like fight or flight. What the heck do I do mode? That you don't was think so that scary. that was a more than a nervous fear. feeling? I, I guess that was fear. I'm confused. I, I, I mean, feel like you would have been in a fight or flight in that situation. Yeah. I was. I mean, I was. So listeners, I just was presented with like a lost child one day on my way to work. And uh, I had to, like, call the police. And, like, I was very nervous and scared because I didn't know what to do. And uh, I think I made all the right decisions because the child got home and was safe and everything. But it's just really scary because it felt like something out of a movie. I just you never think that you're actually going to be in that position. Or at least it was the first time I've ever been in that position. So I was really scared because I just knew that this child was in potential danger and I was the only one that could help at that moment. And it was scary. Yeah, I feel like that's on the borderline of like nervous turning into like actual fear yeah okay yeah. i need to tone it down so <laughs> tone it down. <laughs> this. i think maybe a better example would be me listening to your marco polo that morning where <laughs> you find the child on video and, and it cuts it. off yeah yeah hamilton cuts it off the video <laughs> yeah it ends and with I me wonder, being like oh that's a little boy hi buddy what's up and, and then, then you're just it cuts off. off and then I'm just like uh, 
uh, what? And I don't hear anything from you for like 30 minutes. And I'm like, all right, well, at what point do I call the cops? Yeah. Everyone's calling the cops that day. I think last week I was nervous that I was going to pass out because I've never felt that. um, I mean, I I have to a certain extent, but I just because I couldn't really eat much and I was still weak. Mm -hmm. So I felt I felt very lightheaded and I was like, this is going to be like so embarrassing if I pass out and then like I don't like have insurance so don't call 911 <laughs> but then i also was like well if i pass out like someone will find me where were you <laughs> this is going through <laughs> i was in class oh, and i was oh, like there's people there right? yeah but i also was like I was nervous that they were going to, like, try to send me to the hospital. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, I can't afford that either, America. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. It's just I feel for people who, like, what is it called? Have anemia and, like, feel like they're going to pass out all the time. Yeah. Because it's just, like, I don't know. I was, like, starting to see black. And I was, like. (laughs) But then I also was, like, what can I do? Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's a point of, like, nervousness where like once it's actually happening you're like can't do anything about it uh-huh. and then there's like the initial point of like you trying to control it versus when it's actually happening you what did you say anxiety is the fear of fear yeah so it's the fear but then when it actually happens it's like well what can i do mm-hmm. i might say something controversial here but i almost feel like feeling fear is better than feeling anxiety because mm-hmm. if you're you feeling fear, you can like actively do something about it, hopefully, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you're just feeling anxious, like odds are you just like are just you're worried about something that might not even happen. It's impending. And nothing you can do in the meantime. You're right, because fear, you have to be present. Like when I was mm-hmm. at the Spooky Nook, it was more fear than anxiety. Like because you're com- completely focused on that situation you don't have time to worry about your future or anything else yeah. we're like anxiety you're worrying so much about the future and it's like so much that yeah. actually makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah like fear requires you to be present because your brain is like hyper focused on like whatever's happening yeah so like it, when i'm like passing out i'm not thinking well what am i gonna do in 10 years or am i ever gonna get married your body's <laughs> Your body's just, like, completely present on, like, that issue. Or, like, yeah, like, when you're with that little boy. Like, you're Mm -hmm. not thinking, like... Fear's productive. It It gets stuff done. But anxiety gets nothing done. Yeah, Yeah. you're right, Jess. Like, I would actually rather have fear than anxiety because... Mm -hmm. But you don't want to live in fear. No, no. Yeah. But, like, fear is a good thing. Fear's not sustainable. No. But, yeah, like, anxiety is, like, so... It's like, it's hard to tell what's real and what's not with anxiety. Where fear, it's like... You know that something's going to happen. Yeah. And you have to respond. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really interesting. Do you believe in love at first sight? I feel like we talked about this recently. Did we? I don't know. I do. Oh, look at you. Because <laughs> I believe... I do. <laughs> I believe in the, the energy connection. Now, whether that's true love or if that's, you know, but I believe you can just look at someone and have an instant connection with them. And even with friends, not just like romantic, mm-hmm. like there's just some people that you can just instantly connect with. Mm-hmm. And there's no logical reason. you. It's not like you had a previous relationship with them, but 
there's just some people I like instantly. It's like I've known them for years. Yeah. It's so weird. Well, how are we defining at first sight? Are we meaning like like before I even talk to you, like I see you across yes. the room? Yes. And Let's I'm say like, before yeah. you even have a conversation. It's like okay. Les is yes. with like Cosette. Well, and it doesn't have to be just like it. Just like you see that person and you just instantly, instantly in love. know them, whether okay. it's friendship or romantic okay then See, i don't believe in love at first sight I find if it, that's the definition if the definition is that you're head over heels for someone just by looking at them then i don't know i don't think that's love that's like maybe lust at first sight because yeah. <laughs> uh. or like i mean it i mean you don't ha it doesn't have to be are we talking about like platonic love because you were talking about connection just like i would say any i think the question is asking about love like crush but i yeah. think it could be anything okay i don't know i think that's a hard one i feel like for some people yes but for me i overthink everything so yeah. i don't think i could fall instantly in love with someone at first glance i think i'd be like mm, that's a nice option but i don't think i'd be like i love you <laughs> yeah yeah i think i could be intrigued at first glance <laughs> and i don't think i could be in love i have a question for only joanna uh -oh. I mean, you can you can answer it okay. if you want, Paige, but I feel like this is a very Joanna question. Mm -hmm. If you were a tree and Aww. could be planted anywhere, where would you choose? Oh, that's a Aww. lovely question. The Shire in New Zealand. <laughs> oh, that's a great answer. But also Montana. Mm. Montana. But you could be burnt down in Montana pretty true, easily. True, <laughs> true. You got to think about, like, who's going to cut um, you down or who's going to mm -hmm. burn you down. And also go, maybe also go to like one of the ugliest areas in Pennsylvania and plant a tree because like everyone's always like maybe Reading, PA. <laughs> <laughs> right next to the pagoda. <laughs> because like we need to give love or York, PA. Oh, poor York. We yeah, need they to need give some, some like everyone like wants to go to where it's beautiful, right? But nobody's trying to make it beautiful where they are. Ooh, wow, that yeah. mic drop is a great <laughs> point. Yes. Do you think that the world would be a better place, like the the like York? If York had more trees, would there oh, be less murder? If York had more people that like cared about, like actually, man, we're dissing on York. Sorry, York, but <laughs> it's, it's. Does anyone disagree with us though? I, yeah, poor no. York is just rough right now. Like, it is annoying that, like, there's nice areas like the Hamptons and stuff. And it's, like, people go there because they're nice, right? Mm -hmm. But they'll, instead of, like, we could. I feel like we could make any area nice. Yeah. Okay, I got a good one. Unless somebody else, because I just took a turn. Go for it. What is your earliest memory? Ooh. I don't think we've ever talked That's about this scary. before. That's scary. Let me close my eyes. <laughs> I mean, I have it, but it's a little depressing. As a child. Oh, no. Okay. Um, so. You can be vague. Well, I mean, I don't mind sharing. It's just I don't want to depress anyone out there. So I was, I think I was four years old when my, uh, my grandpa had a heart attack when we were on vacation at the beach. Mm. And um, I have just the weirdest, vaguest memories of it. And, like, it's so weird to compare it to, like, my mom and dad's because mine just – it's so, like, distorted. Like, yeah. I remember being in a parking lot, and I think it's because I was a kid. Like, I remember being in a parking lot, like, surrounded by a mass of people. Like, to, in my mind, it was a huge crowd of people. I don't think it was that many, but I think I was a kid, and it just seemed like a lot. 
And this was like back in the 90s. And like at that time, I guess you could just trust other people with your children because like a lot of stuff was happening. And like, you know, my parents were really upset. And like, you know, we had the ambulance was there. And this family just came up and literally just took me from my mom and was just like, we will take care of her. Like you take care of this. Just complete strangers. Mm-hmm. And I remember wow. as a kid, like, going with them. And I, I don't remember being upset at all. I just remember being confused. And I distinctly remember going into their, like, beach apartment and uh, looking out the balcony and seeing, like, her husband and their kid looking over this sea of people. But I don't think it was that many. Like, in a kid's eyes, I think it just felt like a lot of people. And then I remember taking off my shoes and there was sand in my shoes. How old were you? I think I was four. Wow. Yeah. So I have just like flashes of that day in my mind. Mm. And I think that's as early back as I can go. So yeah, sorry, but that's definitely mine. It sticks out to me. That makes sense that that would. Yeah, it was like a, it's a traumatic memory. So yeah. Like that would stick in your mind. And it's just funny how like I distinctly remember the sand in my shoes. Like I was wearing like those like beach shoes. And like I remember taking them off on their like floor mat in front of their door and there was like a pile of like wet sand that came out of my shoes yeah it's so weird it's always like the most random oh i'm trying to remember i don't know that's scary i don't really remember my very first memory i just have like flashes of memories from the first house that i lived in we lived in like a townhouse before I think we moved out when I was five. So I just have like little memories of like different things there, like getting a fruit roll up out of the cupboard or like <laughs> my dad making French onion dip or uh, we had this huge like fish tank in our basement, like behind the um, sofa. So I just like remember like kind of like what it looked like and stuff. I remember just, like trying to toss grapes in my mouth and being told not to because it was dangerous. Like I could choke on them. Mm-hmm. It's the random stuff that sticks out. Yeah, like, why on earth do I remember that stuff? Yeah. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah, that's... Ugh. I don't know. I might have to skip this one. Okay. That's fine. Cancel it. Canceled. 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 What would you like to be able to experience for the first time again? That question scared me at first. (laughs) All these questions seem to be making you nervous. Ah! (laughs) Um, oh, I wish I could go back and relive Carolina's, like, puppy days when she was, like, a little puppy. Like, I just, sometimes I'll look through my phone, and I'm just like, man, I wish I had more videos when she was, like, a floppy puppy. There's (laughs) just, like, the, the, when they're, like, a puppy and just, like, really clumsy and just, like, super floppy, it's just so cute, and I feel like I don't have enough footage of that. (laughs) And, like, now she's still goofy, but she's not, like... She doesn't have, like, that puppy, like, spirit to her that she used to, my baby. So, yeah. What is it? What would you want to experience for the first time? Yeah, what would you like to be able to experience for the first time again? (laughs) I mean, I'm trying to think of something other than, like, reading a book or a certain movie or something that had, like, a big plot twist. And it was, like, so amazing. And you just want to experience it for the first time again. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like I've got plenty of those. Does this question imply that this has to be something that I've done more than once now? Because, like, Mm, there's, like, certain things that I'd like that it would be fun to relive, like, from different trips I've been on. Like, 
when we went yeah. to Canada and we went to Green Gables or <laughs> like yeah pretty much my entire trip to Europe like <laughs> yeah like it, no, it, it has to be something so that, maybe like, for you travel you'd like yeah. to relive like I'd love to relive some of the days that like some of my vacation days but that's it's kind of like a cop-out answer because who wouldn't yeah I'd love, oh my word, okay, I have the perfect answer. I'd love to re-experience the day that I met Joanna. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, what happened? Food boy, and like, what was it, like baloney all over the bathroom floor in the movie? Uh, I just, I just like yeah, distinctly we... remember the day oh I met Joanna. I was like, is Jess gonna like think this is super weird? <laughs> but, but once I knew you were into it, I knew you were cool then. Yes. <laughs> I was excited. If you like Food Boy, then. Oh, we need to watch that again. I can't believe we've only seen that once. Yes. <laughs> we need, yeah, we need to watch it, and it can be like our Oscar friend anniversary performances. It's just funny because like I met, I met Paige, and then I met like a bunch of Paige's friends, but you weren't there for some reason. I, mm-hmm. And I like it was like a month or so. Didn't I disappear? I you were like doing. I don't know I what you were doing. <laughs> you, you disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> but like I was doing game nights with Paige and like several other people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but people would always talk about this mysterious Joanna. Like, where's Joanna? <laughs> Why doesn't Joanna come join us for Werewolf? <laughs> And then one day, like, I came over to Paige's, and no one else could come except for you. And you, like, showed up with your hair all wet. Like, you had just gotten out of the shower, and you were just so chill. I was like, this girl, this girl, like, knows how to do life. And then we watched Food Boy. Perfect ingredients for fast friendship. Yeah. Wet hair and Food food Boy. No, I think that's a good, like, meeting people. Like, if, yeah. like knowing how people will be in your life. Like, if you could re-meet them again, like, mm-hmm. would that change everything? Like, <laughs> if we had, like, a bad interaction or something, like, would that change the whole dynamic? It is, like, what is it called? The butterfly effect? Is yeah. That- yeah. Yeah. Or even, like, Paige. Like, if I didn't meet Paige in the blocks. Inside in the, block. the blocks. <laughs> Oh my! I'm, I'm like wholly convinced my entire life would be like completely different if yeah. I had not met Paige at that Aww. retreat. Because like Paige was a catalyst for me meeting a whole bunch of other people. It's true. Yeah. Wow. Thanks, Paige. You're for welcome. The life man. I live. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank it is, God it was me. <laughs> it is that weird to think like wh- where would we be if we weren't friends? Yeah. Yeah because so much of your life hinges upon your friendships yeah like connections sometimes i feel like i could have been an emo like in high school if i was surrounded by different people yeah i could have been a goth chick yeah wow (laughs) alternate reality i'd pay to see that i know (laughs) but it's true though like depending upon what circle you're in it could completely change your personality especially in high school because you're so influential yeah you know that's oh, that was another weird. card that i saw and i, I mm-hmm. skipped it but now that we're talking about it anyway it was like wh- what what group were you a part of in high school like mm-hmm. i think it means like jocks drama kids nerds like the stereotypical cliche yeah group hmm 
Like, I feel like I was just like, like just a layer or two away from breaking into certain groups. Like I wasn't quite like an artsy kid, but I was on like the fringes of Mm -hmm. like the artsy kids. Same with the theater kids. The theater kids. Like I was not inside the theater group, but I was like right on the edge. Yeah. You know? And like the jocks, I was not a jock, but like just participating in certain sports in school. Like I was never like a tennis kid, but I was like on the tennis team and terrible at it. Like, but yeah, you were, you did the track. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Our friend group was just like, a I feel like I never saw you in high school. You know what I mean? I never really saw, I, we met up after high school. Like, yeah, we didn't have the same class. We never, I was like, never. Did we ever have a class? I don't Are think we, we even ha- friends? I don't <laughs> think we ever did. We had study. Who was I in, with? Like, fifth grade. I was with like Miranda a lot and. I was with Elizabeth, like, all through high yeah, school. Yeah, I never, like, we would meet up on weekends, but I mm-hmm. never saw you in yeah. high school, ever. Wow. What, like, group could you have fallen into or, like, what feel group? like you could have penetrated? Because I don't even think, do you feel like you fell into one of those, like, groups? Those no. Clicks? No. I don't I think always, any of our friends I would friends always go really to the did. library and hang out with Mimi. Yeah. And a Marquetta and oh Marquetta yeah I would always hang out with them Mm -hmm. because like cross country wasn't really like there was barely anyone on the team so it's not like that was like a group yeah but like who wants to run (laughs) nobody (laughs) so it's not like that was like a cool you know thing to be a part of and then and then track like everyone did track so Mm -hmm. yeah no I don't know I was mainly with Miranda, and then I'd go to the library and hang out with um, Marquetta, Mimi, and mm-hmm. So you Ava? were the library kids. This, but they were all, like, foreign exchange students. I feel like that was kind of a group, though, like the kids that just met up in the library for study hall. <laughs> <laughs> the kids that, like, grappled for the library passes. Yes. <laughs> I was a I love a librarian kid. I would for be sure. so mad when I would That's go there early in the morning and get a library pass and they wouldn't have one. They'd be like, Oh, we're all out and I'd be like, You know me, like I'm yeah. a library kid. Come on, like you gotta write one for me and sometimes I'm they a would. library kid. Ugh. I wish I was a nerd. Mm. I wish I was like super smart. But all the super smart people like went for degrees that philosophy yeah like come on if use your brain be a doctor be an you're engineer obligated to be a doctor if you're like, smart come on let someone else be a philosopher let the, the stupid people <laughs> no not stupid but like that like the guy i'm not gonna say his name yeah no i know exactly what you one mean. The question perfect, wrong yeah and then went back and got a perfect score on yeah his it's like come on sir and then he's a philosopher Mm. of course he is yeah but i mean he probably thinks that he's doing the world a favor by being a philosopher you know yeah yeah maybe he'll invent something maybe theranos part two theranos (laughs) only two drops of blood necessary only two drops of blood what a weird what a weird world what is one consistent factor linking your friends despite how different they may be such we a are scientific di- question. Aren't we very different? <laughs> we are very different. Yes. What? Is, what? Can you read it again? Oh, What's where the to scientific go? Where to go? I don't know where it went. Oh. 
What is the one consistent factor linking your friends despite how different they may be in other ways? Okay. All three of us are pretty different for mm-hmm. sure. We very different. We very, we very different. different. <laughs> Jess is vintage. Pages Jess is right very out of the classy. Jess is classy. classy. Paige is our artistic queen. <laughs> and I don't know what I am. Chill to the max. Yes. The What's the word you use? This can go along with the question I had. How do you think your best friends would describe you if they could only use yeah. three words? We did this before. We described you as eclectic, Joanna. Eclectic. Or Paige did. Yeah. I feel like the thing tying us together is just like our ability to just be silly. We are silly. Aww. Like we don't take ourselves too seriously no. when we're together. No. I think it's also that we're just so open with each other. Like there's so many people that are so guarded in life, mm-hmm. which you have to be guarded in some point. Like don't don't tell like strangers on the street like your weird personal things, but like we're just we're so open with each other. Like we don't hide anything from each other. And we don't judge each other for it. Like, we know we're all weird and silly, and we love each other for it. And I think that's what makes us bestest buddies. (laughs) Yes. And I'm also just going to throw in there that we're all Christians, and I think that really ties us together. Mm -hmm. So we we have a similar worldview? Is that what... Is that what that boils down to? Yeah, or that we're willing to talk about it and, like, talk about hard things and work through life together. Yeah, we and I think it's an energy thing, too. Like I said before, for some reason, we just click. Mm-hmm. And there's no... I don't think there's any... I think we're all very introverted, too. I think that makes yeah. a big difference. If one of us was, like, a partier, I think we'd yeah. have a much harder time being yeah. friends. Uh, yeah, there's nothing... There's nothing worse than a party. (laughs) Ew. Ew. Gross. Okay, I don't think I have asked a question yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you ask me a question. Um, Oh, this is cute. Okay. This is kind of going off of our last episode. Name something that one of the people sitting next to you is good at. So just what are we all good at? Jess is very good at, like, planning i do think she could be a travel agent guide travel agent yes yes you're very good at like i would put you in charge of like if i had a wedding or anything i would put her in charge because she can keep things organized and completed very mission oriented also i think you oh i get two (laughs) because there's one that's analytical and then there's one that is i want to do one more emotional Mm. yeah okay the pressure's on (laughs) yes emotionally i think you're very like i think you do you know inner work because i think like you know i we both have anxiety Mm -hmm. but i think you like do the spiritual work and everything you need to do for that and i think that makes you more um empathetic to other people and i think it all comes back to i think you do a lot of inner work spiritually and emotionally mentally if that makes sense wow look at this okay just more about jess here. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> 
I just, I feel like you don't give yourself enough credit for like how creative you are. I feel like just, I have to talk about your TikToks. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I feel she's... like you are just very creative in ways that like, like Joanna, you just said I'm creative, but I know Jess is creative in ways that I'm not creative. And like, I hope you recognize that. Like, I feel like you're, you, you definitely have like a, a good imagination and like can come up with things that I would never think of or anyone would ever think of. And I feel like that also goes into like your dancing and like your photography. I just feel like you do have an artist's eye. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> how like I can't I'm trying to formulate into words how I feel about Joanna and it's being very difficult. <laughs> That's how I feel. So, like, yeah. <laughs> every time I try to speak. I think, can I try? Well, let me, okay, let me, okay, before I lose this. Okay. What I really admire about Joanna is her ability to, like, not dwell on, like, not get stuck on things. Like, like you mentioned, we both have anxiety and we both, like, get anxious about things. But I feel like you are, it's, it seems to me it's easier for you to just let it go and like go with the flow sort of a deal. And I am like very hard. I, you said I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, pl- a planner. It's very mm-hmm. hard for me to go with the flow. Yeah. And you do that so well, even though you might feel like anxious about certain things. I just feel like you handle it. You handle it in a different way. And I, in a, in a way that I wish that I could handle it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's an interesting coping because sometimes I think kind of like that show, I'll just put it away. <laughs> I'll just pretend it doesn't exist. And then I think sometimes it still is in there and mm-hmm. I think about it later. But I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like on that same uh, tangent, I feel like what is so hard to describe about you, Joanna, is that you're just you don't. Not that you don't care what people think about you, but Mm. you just, you forge your own path and don't let the world's expectations influence you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes you such a unique person is because you're just living your own life without worrying about what other people might think. Or if you do, you hide it incredibly well. Yeah. Um, but I think I think you truly are just very free from the world's expectations. And um, I feel like you might get anxiety when you don't know where you're going, but I don't think you get it from the world telling you what you mm-hmm. should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's probably why I'm so... The labels and everything. And yeah. just, like, I feel like sometimes I change too much. Like, like whatever, I'm done with yoga and veganism. Mm-hmm. I mean, not completely yeah but sometimes i think yeah that becomes dangerous because it's like you adapt you yeah you're so adaptable yeah 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 you really are and i feel like that's also what makes you such a welcoming person just like who you are is you're just like so welcoming like with food boy like just you like when you walk into a room you're just like instantly just like everyone's friend and, yeah. Or at least, like, your presence is just so, like, just, like, wholesome and welcoming that, like, no one would feel, like, put off by you. Or at least if they do, then something's wrong with them, you know? <laughs> like, Aww. it's not coming from your energy. Wow. 
it is so crazy to hear like what other people think of you because it's like you don't really know Mm -hmm. yeah that's why it's good to tell each other these things because sometimes you can get wrapped up in your own thoughts and you can lose like your identity and like who am I because who you are and who you are to other people can be different sometimes it's hard to yep (laughs) so like yeah (laughs) so like yeah (laughs) I know no I know what you mean yeah Paige hi hi (laughs) Paige well I'll say emotionally and mentally like you make me feel safe like you're you're just like uh, such a comforting person and you like are always like you're the one who takes initiative with like planning things to like invite people to or like you're very and it's so funny because like I always hear people talk about how only children are like selfish and everything but you're such the opposite and I think that's Mm -hmm. like truly your personality like you're always making sure people are included and invited to things and like you're Mm -hmm. the one who takes initiative with like the game nights and all that stuff and even just like inviting people to things and it's just so and going back to like I feel safe with you like I feel like Mm -hmm. I could tell you anything and like you're the least judgmental person ever (laughs) you know but you know I can tell you any like it's just it's so nice to have someone that I can like speak freely with and I don't have to I don't have to filter myself at all (laughs) and of course I'm making it about me which is (laughs) this but like but I'm in turn I'm saying like you are the person that people can Mm -hmm. speak freely to and feel safe with and it's such Mm -hmm. especially in the world right now that's so needed because people are so disconnected from each other yeah but you're just like you connect people you do like even just you brought jess you know it's true like (laughs) you're right in (laughs) yeah like you definitely like embody that Mm -hmm. like you're just Nobody does it. I don't I don't know anyone who does it better than you, like uh-huh. connecting people and like actually reaching out to people and being of service to people like you're the, the whole thing. Oh, yes. And I think more like analytically and like, you know, <clears throat> you are very creative and you've like turned that into a business, which is like, you know, <laughs> that's amazing. Will like you, you invest in my business. Yes. Yes. Nine <laughs> billion dollars. Yeah, like your whole like sticker thing, uh, (laughs) sticker Etsy shop. And, you know, like I know you make things for work and everything. Like Mm -hmm. it's so like you've harnessed your hobby and made it, you know, obviously it's not a full career. Who knows eventually what will happen? But it's so I admire people who take their hobbies and not that you have to, Mm -hmm. but really can like create almost like a side hustle or a business like it's so beautiful it is you really using your talents Mm -hmm. it is like I feel like you really have tapped into that part of your brain Mm -hmm. where it's like you're really becoming an expert in your creativity so whether it's your drawings or designs like you've harnessed it where I feel like I'm all over the place I feel like you've really harnessed your god-given skills yes thank you oh my (laughs) um okay to use your favorite word not your favorite word but you're so self-aware Paige. so like you (laughs) 
You definitely harness your self-awareness. Um, you put 110% into everything. I know you think that's a, fa- a fault at times. And you could, you could like, you could rein it in just a little bit. Yeah. But, like, you do that because you, you care so much about, like, your impact on the world and your impact on other people. Mm-hmm. So you just, you, you put all of your energy into that. And you're just, you're really good at, like, like Joanna said, just, like, being the, the connection between, like, people and things that, like, need to be connected. Oh, my. Look at that. Glad we got that. Real serious. We did. I'm glad that's, like, recorded yeah. for um, I know. I future know. listens. I don't know if the that's listeners need sweet. to hear that, but I want to listen to that over and over again. I know. It's like, when I'm again. having a bad day, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Do we want to try to end on a half? silly one yeah let's end on a silly Hmm. i mean this is pretty lighthearted. this would be talking about lancaster and where we live uh what would you say are the best and worst things about where we live everybody thinks that we're amish (laughs) (laughs) yes is that the best or the worst i was literally in maryland today and talking to somebody who called Lancaster Lancaster and he's like ah yes many farms many Amish and I'm like okay I feel like there's not even that many Amish when you there there are a lot but like it's definitely a lot don't doubt the Amish they're here there's a lot of Amish but it's definitely not the entire community no no like we're a thriving community of like non-Amish people like I feel like I feel like people think that Lancaster County runs on the Amish, which it kind of does. But like, yeah. you know, it, it, like it's it's not like there's no one else here like working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd say the pros are like it's cute and quaint, you know, mm-hmm. but also like there's the population's growing. So there's those opportunities. Yeah. There's more opportunities to <clears throat> connect with people and everything. Mm-hmm. Cons, I would say like weather mm, dreary. <laughs> darn pennsylvania weather the weather's been dreary i would say like i feel like i've noticed more trash on the highways and stuff yes i don't we talked about people earlier. don't aren't respecting the land i like the farmland so that's not cons mm-hmm. for me a big pro is that it's it, we're we're close to like everything. Like if you want to go for a day trip into a city, you've got like Philly or New York or DC. Mm-hmm. Or if you just want to stare at some farms, you just drive out to the countryside. I'm like afraid to try. I'm, I'm afraid to sell Lancaster too much because yeah, we already have too many people. Coming yeah, that's here. the biggest con. Is Guys, that we're full. Please, please don't like come for vacation, but then please go home. Like, <laughs> there's way too many people, especially since COVID hit. I feel like New Yorkers, yeah, New Jersey, like everyone who lives in a big city, Washington D.C. Like a lot of people just moved to Lancaster. Yeah, and which is very flattering, but like. There's just there's too many people. Yep, that's enough. And people need to stop <laughs> retiring here. Like, I, go to Florida. Oh yeah, the, Florida. the lack of Please. like housing. Yeah, like I love that Lancaster County caters to the senior population. Like that's wonderful. But like I think we're good. I think we need to <laughs> stop and like just take care of the folks that we have. Like I just don't like when people from out of state like move to Lancaster to retire. Yeah. Like there's just not stay, enough housing. Stay where you're at because the people that live here are then getting shoved aside because yeah. we got to make room for all these retirees from like Wisconsin and New York and like yeah. 
who knows? And it's like, I don't, when I retire, like I'm, we've got dibs. Like, <laughs> I mean, I want to retire in the place I grew up because I, I love it here and I want to stay here. But like, if, if you're from like, you know, New York City and you're moving to Lancaster, like, I just, I feel like it's selfish. <laughs> like, come on. <clears throat> I don't know. That was mean. <laughs> it's a very privileged it's thing honest. to say, Paige. No, but really, please don't come here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to buy a house someday, please. I know. Like, I just, uh, there's other places out there that have lots of potential. I feel like we could uh, restore York. We could restore so, York. Yeah, like, let's go help other places. Plant a tree in York. Plant, we'll be a tree. Be a tree in York. <laughs> Retire Ready. as a tree in York. Oh, my. But, yeah, I mean, if that's our biggest problem, that people want to live here, then that's a great problem to have. So that is very privileged. I totally am self-aware. I recognize that. (laughs) Um, But, but yeah, Lancaster is great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a city person. Mm -mm. No way, Jose. Jose. Lancaster City is as city as I want to get. Maybe a small coastal city. Mm-hmm. I think one day maybe I'll end up in a North Carolina. Oh, written uh, by Nicholas. Sparks. Yes, I yes. might just have to end up there. You know, running away from the law and, <laughs> and my abusive your, ex-boyfriend. Your best friend is a, a ghost. ghost. <laughs> yes, I might just hang out there. Well, I'm devastated to tell you that this podcast episode is over. No. I'm devastated that I didn't catch that sooner. <laughs> Lab integrity is everything. This is an inspiring step forward for future Huga card game episodes. Yes. Truly. What? See? For sure. Like, everyone go out and buy the Huga game. Look at that. An hour <laughs> of... <laughs> Wonderful conversation had by us. Thanks to Guten. the it's Guten. Huga spelled Higgy game. <laughs> spelled Higgy. <laughs> well, thanks, Joanna, for joining us tonight. I hope I didn't um, say go off on a rant. No. <laughs> like I normally do. This was a Hugalicious episode. Hugalicious. Hugalicious. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Hugalicious. Have a great night. Eek, Have eek, a great eek. apple and pear. What's that from? What? She's the man. Remember when the principal gives them the lunch? We keep trying to end the episode and we just keep going. Have a great apple and pear. The principal that has to do every job because uh, I sometimes I feel like that. Nobody principal. else at the school can work. <laughs> All right. Good night, folks. Good night.